Stop Punishing Yourself, the only podcast that teaches neurodivergent Alaskans prone to anxiety and depression how to stop feeling like victims to their brains and start feeling empowered by them. I'm your host and neurospicy life coach, Alicia Turner, and I promise to take you from codependent and insecure to independent and unstoppable using the spiritual art and science of coaching. If you're ready to fully reverse the harmful wiring that's living rent-free all up in your brain, then let's get started. Hello, my fellow earthlings. How are you guys doing today? I want to talk about starting from sufficiency and what that means because it is the most crucial part of creating what you want in life, of feeling how you want to feel, of getting to where you want to get to. It is the most crucial part. And so I've gone through the process of getting myself to sufficiency before I head out to take action and work and try to achieve what I want to achieve. But it's it's not something you do once and then you're done. And this is a lesson I am currently le- learning. And I've kind of been learning it the hard way, right? I, I too come from a perfectionist brain, from a type A brain, from a very overthinking, anxious mindset. And so Each new period of growth I enter into, it's like amnesia falls upon me and I have to relearn this stuff all over again. But the truth is, is I'm not learning it for the first time. I'm actually learning it on a deeper level and I'm becoming more masterful at at masterful at it at each new stage. And so I want to share with you guys what I've been working on this past week, because this is the human error is we think making stuff happen is all just coming through the action we take, how we show up, what we're saying or what we're doing. And actually 80% of what creates our results is the internal mental and emotional work that we sit down and do. And this is usually the hardest part and it's the part everyone wants to fit, uh, to avoid. And so I have, you know, I'm human just like everyone else. And I have really been fighting to avoid this because it's an uncomfortable uncomfortable piece of work. It's uncomfortable to be in your body and to feel these emotions and process and allow them. Uh, to our brain, it's so much easier to brush past them, resist them, avoid them, but this doesn't serve us. And this is what I teach my clients all day long. So what helps me in each new stage of growth is remembering how I got through it the first time. And the example I've been pulling up for myself this week was, you know, five, seven years ago before I was introduced to thought work, I used to wake up in the morning and I look at the clock no matter what time I woke up and I didn't have an alarm set because I worked an evening job. I was, I worked in a restaurant. I never had to go to work until three, four, five at night sometimes. And so I didn't set an alarm. I didn't have a routine. I didn't have a growth mindset yet, right? I was very in the victim lack mode of living. And so all of my, the whole of my life was just insufficiency. It was scarcity. Nothing was enough. I wasn't enough. My job wasn't enough. My relationships weren't enough. My money I had wasn't enough. Nothing was enough. And 
the clearest way this came through to me was when I opened my eyes and looked at my alarm clock because no matter what time I would see on that clock when I opened my eyes first thing in the morning, my brain would fire off insufficiency. It would say, oh my God, it's too late. Oh my God, you don't have enough time. Oh my God, you're so behind. Oh my God, you should have gotten so much done by now. Oh my God, you only have three hours until you have to be at work. You can't get anything done now. Oh my God, you wasted your day. Like, I want you to see that that would just hit me first thing in the morning of severe insufficiency and it would set the tone for my day. And that was when I still believed things like what the clock says caused my feelings. I would think the time of day that I woke up determined how I got to think and feel throughout the rest of my day. And what happened was those thoughts of insufficiency, those I'm already behind, I don't have enough time to get anything done, I felt very overwhelmed, I felt very defeated, I felt very useless negative emotion. And so my actions for the rest of the day would be give up, don't try, don't do anything, don't be intentional. Say I don't have time for the gym and just sit and watch the office for three hours until work, right? I would do this again and again and again because of my lack of awareness and because I didn't know how to start from sufficiency. And that's what I want to help you guys with today. So I want you to find an example in your own life of where you look at something, right? It might be your bank account. It might be your relationship you're in. And every time you look at it, you're flooded with these negative, overwhelming emotions or anxiety or just defeatedness. And I want you to know it's not that thing you're looking at, right? For me, it wasn't the clock causing my thoughts. That's impossible. How could a clock, how could the time of day determine how I feel? That's not how it works. I was choosing my thoughts in that moment, but I was so unaware of my control. I was so unaware of my fixed mindset that I gave the clock all the power and I just decided to be helpless, right? So I want you to think of your own Because that's the first step. Your own example is realizing that that thing isn't what's making you feel that emotion. That circumstance isn't what's causing and controlling your thoughts. You have control over them. You either just haven't learned how to control your thoughts and gain awareness yet, or you do do have awareness that you're in control and you're just choosing not to do anything to shift them. And you're choosing to stay in that helpless place. So I want to have compassion for you if you are there, right? Because I had gaining, I had been gaining awareness for a while. Like, right. I had my minor in psychology. I knew about awareness and mindset stuff. And yet I still chose to feel helpless to it for many years before I actually took the leap, um, took a jump and invested in my brain and started changing things around for myself, for the betterment of my life and my experience. So many people are struggling with this constant inadequacy and insecurity and self-doubt caused by starting from a place of lack and scarcity. And it holds them in this self-made prison. And that is what I love to do with my clients is I love to show them the prison they're in is self-created. They have the keys and they can walk out anytime they want. And sometimes it takes being in a one-on-one situation like I have for my clients, having someone really say it directly to you about your circumstances that it will finally hit. And that's why I really encourage people to start this work now, not later, because you can hear me and understand these things intellectually all day long, but until they're applied to you in your specific life, that subconscious mind of yours, that 
powerful momentum behind your scarcity mindset, it's not going to budge because the truth is your brain is comfortable feeling stuck. Your brain is familiar feeling inadequate and insecure and it doesn't want to change. But the larger part of you, the soul and spirit part of you, the prefrontal cortex, the higher part of your brain does want this stuff. And right, you have to see which reasons you like more. Do you like the reasons for shifting and getting a little uncomfortable to be fulfilled beyond your wildest dreams? Or do you like your reasons for just thinking it's too hard? I'm comfortable here. I'd rather be miserable and stuck than see my power and free myself. And so we have to see how when you focus on all you have, to begin with, right? When you slow down this process, you pick it apart moment by moment, right? For me, it started the night before I went to bed, really. Uh, It didn't start the moment I opened my eyes. It started before I went to bed. And so I slowed down this momentum. I pulled out the facts. I looked at my thoughts and I saw that when I was going to bed, I was already defeated. I was already like, well, I've never changed how I show up before. So what's going to be different tomorrow? I was already deciding to give up. I was giving up before the day begun began. So we have to focus on what we do have. That night before I had to switch my thoughts and I had to fight to do that, right? I want you guys to see it's so uncomfortable. It's not just saying a sentence in your mind. It's fighting to create a belief and it's not going to be easy the first 5, 10, 15 times. You have to keep at it. And so swift shifting from that scarcity that just saps my emotion and my energy. It kills my mood. It murders my motivation. I get so discouraged to have to get to a neutral place and just look at what I do have. How could I start my day tomorrow? How could I choose to think instead? And and the trick is to never try to do a quantum leap from I'm wasting my life. I can't change to it's going to be great and fun and easy and I'll do everything I want to do tomorrow. People mostly try to do quantum leaps and then they fail because that's too far of a jump and they try to 180 reverse their thoughts completely and then they their brain is just like, no, I don't buy that. You're just lying to me. And so we have to get to neutral. That's the power of neutral. So I started just practicing the thought that the clock doesn't decide how I feel, right? I wasn't trying to make myself feel great and change all my habits in one night, right? I just decided... The clock doesn't decide how I feel. How is that true, right? How is focusing on lack and and running behind and, and feeling this just defeated sense of it's too late, how is that not true, right? What do I have? Wait, I do have three hours left. I could fit in a 30 minute walk outside. This is how I did it, right? tiny little baby steps. And this is why our brains need help. For some reason, I was able to do this work. And I think that's why I'm an excellent coach is because it's really hard to do this typically on our own. And I was able to break this down and manage my perfectionism without wanting to 180 quantum leap to perfectionism overnight, right? That just discourages you more. And so 
What I want you guys to do is get to this neutral place. One little baby step shift. We're not trying to change everything overnight. We're just trying to start from a more sufficient place. It may not be 100% sufficiency. It may not even be sufficiency the first 10 times you try. It may just be less lack, less scarcity, more neutral. And that begins by acknowledging the facts, accepting the facts, right? And then deciding, I get to choose how I think about this. I do have power over that. I don't have to wake up and give the clock complete control over my day, right? I can take it back. It's not too late. My brain was wrong about all these thoughts, right? And and the way to pull yourself through this is to have a compelling reason why. For me, I couldn't shake this sense that I could do more. I had more potential. I had more to give. I didn't like feeling like helpless every day. And when I imagined myself feeling powerful, it compelled me to make these one little shift at a time. Sometimes our brain thinks the one shift at a time isn't worth it because it's got this all or nothing thinking of if I'm not going to get everything I want right now, it's not worth it. So you've really got to negotiate with your brain as to why one tiny shift at a time is worth it. It is impactful. It does make a difference. And in fact, that is how all success happens. It doesn't happen overnight. It's on mounds and mounds of testing and failing and evaluating and trying again and not quitting and not giving up. And so I want you guys to know that it's normal in this society to have a fixed mindset, to start from scarcity and lack. And that is not your fault. I really want you to hear that. And and I love you for even listening to this podcast and being willing to consider how it's not your fault you're there. And it's also not too late to start from sufficiency. This is one of the most beautiful, most powerful skills that when I use it, it's how I create every result I want to create. You can, And this is the beauty of it. You can't get what you want from lack. So you know if you don't have what you want, it's because you're in lack. It's not because something's wrong with you. It's not because you're not capable. It's not because it's too late and the circumstances are too unique and rare and hard. It's that you're just in lack and you haven't done anything about it yet. And that's great news. That's a great place to start. And as I'm in every new chapter of growth for myself, whenever I'm feeling flustered and discouraged and overwhelmed and defeated, that is my indicator. That is my way through, my window through seeing, oh, I'm in lack. I've just got to get back in sufficiency and I know how to do it. If I can do it for an alarm clock, I can do it for anything because all circumstances are interchangeable. All circumstances are neutral. This is empowering. If you guys are wanting to learn more about starting from sufficiency, then that is exactly what my program sets you up with. That is what my coaching gives to you. In fact, every week I'm giving my clients such direct attention, such individualized homework. It's amazing how they're all in different places. So many different things apply to them. Like what what I'll tell one person will be the exact opposite of what I'm telling the other person because we all are in such different places and we have different solutions for us, right? Different baby steps we need to be taking. And so I want you to see that I can help you get to this place of starting from sufficiency and I want to help you. It would be my honor. 
and show you how to do this for yourself. So in every future phase of growth you're in, when you're wanting to be energized and motivated again and appreciating your life again, that you'll know how to do this if you learn it once. So learn it once with me. I'll give you the answers and then you'll have it for the rest of your life and just think about the impact that will have. So thank you guys for being a listener. I appreciate you so much. If you haven't already, go leave a review or send this podcast to a friend. It would mean the world to me. Thank you guys so much. And I also want to offer that my February webinar, I want to give you guys a little sneak peek. I'm really excited about it. February masterclass is called How to Become the person you need. I'm really excited about teaching this class. So keep an eye out on my Instagram and learn more about when that will be, how you can attend live and how powerful it's going to be because that is my life's work is I learned how to become the person I need. And now I can be there for so many people because I know how to be there for myself. I know how to meet my needs. So This is my life's work up until now, and um, I'm really excited to share it with you guys. So have a beautiful week. I will talk to you soon. Thanks for listening, buddy. Hey, if you enjoyed this episode, you have to come check out my one-on-one coaching program. It's 24 weeks of me and you, where I take all the guesswork out of your self-awareness journey. I'm just going to give you all the answers in one go. I guarantee you after these 24 weeks, you will feel like a completely different human, empowered, focused, motivated, in love with yourself and on fire for your life again. Go to aliciaturnercoaching.com right now to book your free consult call and I'd love to have you join while spots last. I'll see you there.